Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. We got a lot to talk about. Bill O'Reilly's coming up. DHS disinformation governance board, the border crisis, Elon Musk. But I just want to shoehorn this in quickly. The Biden family has no moral code. This country should be saying shame on you, not just because they're crooks, but because of what they are allowing to happen to their father, their grandfather their husband, doctor. Listen to this yesterday, it's humiliating. That will enhance our underlying effort to accommodate the Russian oligarchs uh, and make sure we take their, take their, their ill-begotten gains. <laughs> We're gonna accommodate them. We're gonna seize their yachts, their luxury homes and other ill-begotten gains of Putin's kleptocracy. Yeah. Kleptocracy and klep... The guys who are the kleptocracies. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. But these are bad guys. This is horrible. It's really, is, it's really bad. It's <laughs> really bad. And, you know, I'm not saying this with any joy, and I don't want Vice President Kamala as president, okay? But this is wrong. The Biden family, shame on you. Most people who turn to Relief Factor have found themselves missing the ability to just enjoy daily life, and they'll try all kinds of things, usually to only find out that none of those things work. And then, some happy day, they decide to give Relief Factor a try. They have heard me talk about it. They have heard me, how I got my life back. Honestly, I could not hold a paintbrush in my hands uh, just five years ago, uh, and I love to paint. Now I'm painting up a storm, and it is thanks to Relief Factor. Try their three-week quick start, because it does work. Developed for you, it's $19.95. It's a dollar a day like the trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor. 70% of them go on to order more. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. 800-4-RELIEF. ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. Mr. Bill O'Reilly is here. The biggest story of the week, Bill. Me signing 8,000 copies of Killing the Killers before Tuesday. <laughs> that, that is unbelievable. And 
can you come over to my house and paint my living room back now that you're painting like a man? Yeah, madman? really? Yeah, funny. Ha ha. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Biggest story of the week. And, and I guess it's you're mad at the Biden family for what are you mad at them for? I'm I there is no shame in that family that, you know, Bill, you know, Johnny Carson left before things got crazy. Steve, uh, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Seinfeld left because he didn't want to go out. He wanted to go out on the top. This is humiliating. It's dangerous for the country to have our leader even look like this. But it's also humiliating. Does no one in the family say we've got to stop grandpa? Grandpa, you've got to. It's got to stop. I got it. Okay, so you're. It's a humanitarian play by you. You're just feeling sorry. <laughs> now see, you're now see you're Goodbye. making a joke out of this, but I actually do feel bad. Because I wouldn't want that to happen in my family. Okay. Um, but look, the Biden family is a plutocracy. Yeah, I know. As he, he couldn't say. Yeah. So, you know, they're in it to win it. And to them, winning means amassing power and money. That's oh, so sick. So if Joe is doddering and people like you and me are mocking him to some degree, which I will absolutely admit i do i do too um, but i'm not here okay but i have respect for the office of the presidency yes so do i but at this point in history biden's the third worst president that we've ever had well third hang on hang on hang on hang on woodrow wilson no. and jackson no worst president james buchanan the immortal lancaster pennsylvania guy who allowed the civil war to pretty much take shape without doing anything Herbert Hoover, number two. Herbert just like sat there for two years as people starved after the stock market crash and did absolutely nothing. Wow. You know what? Because uh, I'm a fan of Calvin Coolidge, who also did nothing. Uh, uh, <laughs> I have a, I have a problem with guys who did something like, I don't know, round everybody up, take them off their land and then profit off it like Jackson or Wilson who set into motion what we are now dealing with. Okay, but what you're, what you're discounting is that Wilson I'm not going to defend because Wilson had a stroke and Edith was running the country. Nobody knew it. Just like Joe Biden is running the country now. Oh, Nobody knows God. it. Um, but Buchanan was, was the worst. I mean, the no, Wilson, absolute worst. He, Wilson because was Jackson, a monster. Jackson did some good things, all right? So you get you got to tempter that. Oh, so I you know Hitler asked, made Hitler made the Volkswagen. Okay, well whatever Hitler did and Mussolini <laughs> had the trains. I, I don't, you know. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right. Okay. All right but so wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Name one thing Biden has done that has helped this country. Nothing. One. I can't. I can't. Okay. There you go. There um, you go. All right. So so Bill, let me uh, let me go to something he has done, and that is start this this. Uh, a ministry of truth. Ooh, I love it. I, I, the ministry of truth headed by Nina Jankowicz. Yes. Wow. Bryn Mawr grad. Okay. Um, heavily promoted the Russian collusion story. Yeah, she knows truth when she sees it. Cheered the suppression of the Hunter Biden story. Again. Cheered it. Okay. Yep. So she's in charge. I mean, look. Does the name Joseph Goebbels ring a bell to anybody? Hello, Nina. 
Um, so this is just another in a long line of tra- there was a movie by Woody Allen way back, a travesty of a mockery of a sham. That was the line he used. Travis right? Sham mockery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what this. That's what this is. I know, but but don't take it seriously, Beck. I mean, I know that that Nina despises you and me. I, I don't know if she knows your supporting cast. I don't know, but mm, she yeah. despises us. Okay, but she doesn't. Not going to be able to do anything. Oh, yeah. Therefore, I'm I'm trying to calm the waters here. She doesn't have any. I hope you are right. I think we are headed. I I I pray that I'm wrong and there's a good chance I'm wrong on this. But I feel like we are headed towards a nasty war where every single bit of executive power will be used. No, I don't think so. Uh, I think they've given up already on them, uh, the Democratic Party. I, I, I do have one plan. If it looks like Nina is, is going to get tough, I think we might consider um, giving her stew as a sacrificial lamb. <laughs> <laughs> she, I'm, I'm, I've already, I've already made I mean? that phone call. It, no, it, I've made that phone like, call. Yeah. You can have stew, but you can't do anything else. Yeah. Um, um, let me let me ask you this. Um, yeah. So you're not concerned about this no. at all. This is an extension no. of the DHS labeling, you know, parents as terrorists and, yeah. and everything I, else. I, this is this is just another foolish, ridiculous travesty of a mockery of a can shame. you can Look, you make a can you make the argument for people who yes. might be listening go oh, you know i i don't want this information can you make the argument uh that why this is strictly prohibited by the constitution and why that's important well if they actually had tried to do anything which they won't okay this is going to be like alejandro mayorkas the head of homeland security what does alejandro do all day Nothing. Nothing. That's what Nina's going to do all day. Nothing. All of this is a SOP, S-O-P word of the day, to the far left. But it's over. It's over. They already know that Biden has failed. They are desperately flailing around trying to find some way. They know November is done. They know the Democrats are going to lose both houses. Everybody knows that. And nothing is going to change. It's going to get worse. The economy is going to worsen. It always does when you have pressure on consumers who have to cut back their spending to put gas in their tanks and air condition their homes. So that always happens. Now they're looking ahead to 2024 going, holy, you know what? Um, You know, the Republicans have two viable candidates, only two, DeSantis and Trump. It's going to be one of those two guys, unless there's other things that come up, okay? But they, the Republicans have two viable candidates who could win. At this point, the Democrats have no one. Now, they're desperately trying, very secretly, to convince Michelle Obama to get into politics. That's their only hope, and that's where we stand. So all of this other you know, disinformation stuff, this is just a, a smokescreen to get people's attention mm. away from the desperation of the Democratic Party. Bill, I would have said to you 15 years ago, you're dead wrong, but I learned a very good lesson. The only thing I am certain of today is that I am not certain of anything. I pray wow. that you are absolutely right on this. I, I just... 
I, I'm a so I'm I, a catastrophist, so I see. You know. I know, I know, I, I know. You've got the food stocked up. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I thought you were going to say the one thing I've learned over the past fifteen years. No, it's is not to listen to O'Reilly. No, it's not. Yes, it's definitely not that. It's definitely, uh, Dex, definitely. Every Friday I come on here, <laughs> definitely and I not. Wave that. a magic no. wand of no. logic. You know, if if you had, you know, if you had uh, had sent me, honestly, if you had sent me a copy of your new book, I don't know what it is. Killing oh, stop, the- Beck. We had the name of the person who handed it to you. I don't. We have it on videotape. <laughs> I don't know what you're even and saying. And you love that book. And it's coming out next week and blotty, 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 blotty. No, blotty. <laughs> killing the killers. And I have a serious thing after you take your break. Oh, that boy. I want to tell you about it because uh-huh. everybody seems uh, wants to know. Your wife told me that in your sleep you go <laughs> killing the killers is the best book I ever read. You know what? Sleep. If I yeah. found out that my wife was actually talking to you, I think it would be divorce. I'd be like, wait a minute. Tanya you're t- told me. Yeah, he you're. Goes, t- Can oh. you shut him up about killing the killers? I said no. All right, Bill O'Reilly coming back in uh, sixty seconds. Let me tell you about uh, LifeLock. You don't have to swim faster than the shark. You have to swim faster than the guy next to you. This is cybercrime. You'd think cybercrime is, you know, this giant shark. Yeah, well, that shark is giant and it is going to eat you. But the guy next to you also, he looks fine, right? He's online. He's doing the same. No, he might actually... uh, he might actually be a cyber criminal and you're not going to see it coming. You'll pay attention to the shark, but you won't see this coming because you'll think it does. It's not going to happen to you. It's going to happen to all of us. Most likely your information is out 600 different ways. It's when it's all pieced together on the dark web that it becomes extraordinarily dangerous for you. Nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But uh, there's somebody, a lifeguard that's sitting in the chair looking for the sharks and the uh, and the swimmer next to you with a shiv. They can't stop all of the shivs. But uh, they do, they will swim out and pull you to shore and then patch you back up in case they missed that shiv. It's LifeLock. LifeLock.com. Save 25% right now if your first year with uh, promo code back at 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Promo code back. Do it now. 10 seconds. Station ID. All right, let's go to the uh, border crisis, Bill. Yeah. This is, I mean, the testimony yesterday uh, by our Department of Homeland Security where they say, oh, yeah, no, we, ha- we have it under control. Uh, what? What? Yeah. And it's about to get really bad. So I have nicknamed Alejandro Mayorkas, Alfred E. Newman. Newman. Mad Magazine, what? Me worry? (laughs) Look, this is the most vivid because you can't really see inflation other than your wallet getting lighter. But you can see the devastation of an open border policy that Biden has embraced. And you can see how weak Mayorkas was yesterday. And he's a weak 
man. You know, the Department of Homeland Security is in charge of protecting all of us from harm. And this is the guy in charge? George Patton would have slapped this guy 15 times, turned him upside down, and dragged him out of that house chamber yesterday. That's how weak, ineffectual, and I'll just give you one example. 42 people on the terror watch list have been apprehended Mm -hmm. at the southern border. 42. Mm -hmm. Okay? And the question to uh, Alejandro was, where are those people? He couldn't or wouldn't answer that question. Are you blanking kidding me? I don't even think he knows where they are. I don't either. I don't think he cares where they mm-hmm. are. Okay? So if the American people can't see the destructive nature of this administration, then they're hopeless. And, and you know, I have a lot of friends who voted for Biden, and I have to admit that I taunt them a little. I <laughs> load a little bit. I got to look at them. I give them one of our bumper stickers. Regret your 2020 vote yet. We have those on BillOReilly.com. And, you know, I take a little delight in it because there was no doubt ever in my mind that Biden would be a disaster because he is not a smart man. So when you start there, not a smart man, and then you go to age 78, you know, he's not going to get any smarter. And so we're now seeing just a hapless administration with no ability to solve any problems and Everything is getting worse in America. When I do the, believe there's going to be a revolution in November. Um, it, tell me the um, tell me the breaking point on the border. Is there one? I don't think so. It's just going to be attrition. You'll have two to three million people every year coming Jeez. into this country that shouldn't be here. Um, the narcotics are driving violent crime all over the country, leading to hundreds of thousands of deaths. But again, people there, most Americans live in a little world that they have constructed. And unless the drugs or the migrants come into that little world, they don't react viscerally like they are with inflation okay because that okay okay let me let me switch topics uh, kind of on this i'm going to take it to politics per bloomberg a bipartisan group of senators will meet thursday to discuss options for passing immigration legislation this year they are they are now taught the republicans are pushing amnesty again no, they're pushing the DACA stuff that they've been pushing forever, but that's not going to happen. No legislation is going to be passed. Um, no, but what I'm saying is, if this is what they're thinking, when the border is on fire, when they have course. every every opportunity to make bold moves. And, and here's how sickening is, it really is. Yeah. The Trump administration had it under control. And people voted him out of office. Okay, that's how sickening it is. The Remain in Mexico um, policy had cut down migration into illegal migration by about 80 percent. And narcotics were not under control because they never will be because we don't really have a a sane policy there. But the flow wasn't record breaking as it is now. So it's not like this hasn't been couldn't be solved. Trump did it. it, took him three years to do it. 
but he did it. And then Biden first day in blows out the remain in Mexico, opens the border. And now we have the travesty. OK, um, we got two minutes, Bill. Tell me your story about uh, okay. killing. the. This is uh, this week marks the 18th anniversary of Abu Ghraib. Mm-hmm. And you covered it. I covered it. Mm-hmm. Tremendous black eye for the United States all over the world as uh, U.S. personnel, CIA and military did torture terrorist suspects in 2004. And there were pictures leaked to CBS, and they put it on, and everybody remembers that, right? Mm -hmm. Killing the Killers, the secret war against terrorists, documents that today the United States does the same thing. But we subcontract it out. So American personnel don't do it because there's a law saying they can't do it. But there's no law saying that we can't pay other people to do it. And it's being done. Horrible. Here's the kicker. No, it's not horrible. No, 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 no. It's horrible. You either do it and admit you're doing it or you don't do it. No, I wouldn't do that either. I had to write this book. It's all classified information in the book, as you know. Okay. We would not have gotten Bakar al-Baghdadi without coerced interrogation. Mm -hmm. I take you through it step by step. He'd still be murdering thousands of people today if we didn't use coerced interrogation. And just the fact of what he did to Kayla Muller, 26-year-old American relief worker who he personally raped and then ordered to be killed. And her parents still live in Arizona. And it's unbelievable what that guy did. And U.S. Special Forces took him out based on information gleaned from coerced interrogation. All right. So the name of the book is Killing the Killers. It comes out on Tuesday. You can go to Bill O'Reilly, get a signed copy. It is Killing the Killers, BillOReilly.com. Bill, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much. The Glenn Beck Program. So Barbara wrote in about her dog's experience with Rough Green. She said, we have a six-year-old Cocker Spaniel, had some behavior issues over food. She never seemed to be satisfied. That's the opposite problem with my dog. Now, she said um, she also had allergies. Well, we're only a few days into our bag of rough greens, and we can already see an improvement. She's eating well to the point of licking her bowl and my fingers if it has any residue on it. So far, so good. Thanks, rough greens. Rough greens is not a dog food. It's a supplement that you put on the dog's food. It's has vitamins, minerals, probiotics, which is so important, antioxidants, you name it. The stuff that we are supposed to have all the time, and it is cooked out of kibble food. So feed your dog whatever you want, but put this on top because it has really important ingredients in it. Folks at Rough Green, so confident your dog's going to love it. They have a special deal. Just get a free bag. Your first bag will be free. All you pay for is shipping. Just go to Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash back, roughgreens.com slash back. Or you can call 833-GLEN-33. That's 833-GLEN-33, roughgreens.com slash back. Glenbeck's The Great Reset is available now in bookstores everywhere or at glensnewbook.com. This is the Glenbeck program. Um, tomorrow, it's available globally, the Glenbeck podcast with Dave Rubin. Had David in uh, studio yesterday, and it's available now for all Blaze TV subscribers. It came out last night. 
Um, it is really well worth the uh, watch. And um, I think for for many reasons, but one of which is I know friends who counted Dave Rubin out and said, you know, Glenn, he's an atheist. Uh, he doesn't believe, uh, you know, uh, he, he believes uh, abortion on demand, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And I said, don't count him out like that. First of all, we need people that think differently. Second of all, you watch because he's a logical thinker. Well, he has uh, embraced God. He talks about he talks about that in the podcast and where he is on the abortion issue. I would call him pro-life. Really? Yeah. Because I remember, you know, first seeing Dave uh, as he kind of made this transition. And that was one of the issues he hung on to for a long time. Long time. Um, long time. You have to watch. Now, oh, wow. I you, not everybody saying. will d- describe him that way. I don't know if he describes himself that way, but I think he's pro-life. He's like, I just don't know when, you know, I think eight weeks, 12 weeks. I don't know. But he's at least to the right he's of, certainly of, to, the, of the left. Correct. <laughs> yes, and his yeah. only issue is. You know, kind of like rape and incest and right. all well, that's that. That was we the Republican about. position yeah. for years. It was George W. Bush's it position. It certainly on was mm. not Dave Rubin. Mm. Uh, wow. He's a really honest guy and uh, and very 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 smart. Um, really looks at all the issues deeply. You can find that podcast uh, wherever podcasts are found. That'll be available tomorrow or right now on demand at glennbeck.com. Sorry, at the Blaze TV Blaze TV dot com. Slash Glenn. Michael Malice is uh, with us, uh, another really smart friend. Uh, he is the uh, author of the Anarchist Handbook and the host of You're Welcome, Michael Malice. Welcome to the program. How are you? Michael, are you there? We've lost Michael. You know what this is? DHS. This is This DHS. is the first step the of first the disinformation step. board. They're like Michael Malice, too dangerous. Yeah, too can't be dangerous. heard. Yeah, delete him immediately. I, look, I, you know, let me let me play let me play something. I think Elon Musk, uh, which I want to talk to Michael about. I think Elon Musk is the Howard Hughes of our day. Remember Howard Hughes, richest man in the world. Howard Hughes uh, took TWA and made it a global airline. He changed mm-hmm. everything. He was under attack because the government was in bed with Pan Am and they called him in front of Congress trying to destroy him. And, and this is how he dealt with it. Listen, Senator, may I ask a question? Well, now, if you'll just wait till I issue a subpoena for Mr. Mars, I've asked you whether or not you would produce him. And you said you didn't know, as I understand it. I don't remember if that was my answer. Well, what was your answer? I don't remember. Get it off the record. <laughs> well, now, Mr. Hughes, I'm asking you what your answer was. Don't and we're not going to was. have this bickering back and forth. You are before this committee, and you're going to answer the question. You asked me just now uh, about a reply that I made. My answer is I don't remember. Now, the man is well, taking down now and asked him. What? Will you bring Mr. Mars in at the two o'clock session? Uh, I no, I don't think I will. <laughs> will you try to bring him in? No, I don't think I'll try. Stop. Yeah, that so is, good. if that's not Elon Musk, because he's just sitting there going, hmm, "No, I don't think I'm going to do it." Uh, welcome to the program, Michael Malice. How are you, Michael? I'm doing great. Thanks so much, guys. So, um, I, I, you know, I, I look at Elon Musk and he's got to know what he's in for. 
but I think he's kind of like the modern day Howard Hughes. I mean, you know how Howard Hughes ended up, right? I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, uh, no, yeah, I know. Oh, I mean, that's he, totally how Musk is ending up. Isn't this the end of this? Like Musk is, you know, peeing into bottles in a theater. Like I totally <laughs> feel like that's how this ends. You know, his skin became translucent, yeah, and, and it was it was it was I really know. kind of uh, horrific stuff. And the yeah. air conditioner was covered in mold. Um, I don't think Elon Musk knows what he's in for. To be honest, you don't. Like, no, and I'll tell you why. Because I, I don't think even President Trump knew what he was in for. Um, I think mm. people don't appreciate the level of malevolence that the enemy class is capable of. And as a good example of this is Brett Kavanaugh. If you sat down Brett Kavanaugh, who, as you guys know, worked for the Bush, W. Bush administration, he'd been in Washington for a long time, and you sat him down, you said, you know, Brett, this is going to be an intense you know, confirmation process. What do you think is the worst that's going to happen? And, you know, he would say, oh, they would make me out to be a racist or there's this one decision or, you know, this memo I sent to the president. The fact that he'd have to be on Martha McCallum talking about when he lost his virginity, I'm right. sure never entered his mind. Mm -hmm. I, I will tell so, you this. There, mm -hmm. there is um, we call it a Glenn Beck tax. Um, I meet so many <laughs> I meet so many people who like, oh, no, I, you know, I don't care about that. You're going to come under attack. No, I, I get it. I'm tough. And then they're like, I had no idea what it's even like to approach the gates of hell until I said, I like you or I'm working with you. And you don't really have an idea. Uh, and I don't even have an idea um, what it was like for Trump and probably Elon Musk. You might be right, especially if you've been the darling of the other side. You're like, nah, there's some good people there that are going to defend me. No, uh -uh. they all they all shut their mouths. And, and this is how it works. So he's got not only does he have literal children, uh, he also has you know SpaceX. He has Tesla. These are all vectors for attack. And you know, there's it's very easy for any bureaucracy, and they already announced they're going to start investigating him to start sniffing around. I mean, if you're dealing with space, I don't know how many treaties you must be, you know, that contradict yeah. each other. You must yeah. be dealing with internationally. There, there's got to be, you know, even if there's a completely clean, like an audit. You know, if so, if your your taxes are completely clean and you had the best accountants in America, it's still very easy for them to be like, all right, we're basically going to give you, you know, a, a prostate exam uh, and just sit you down and go through everything. They did this to Andy Warhol every year for the last like 15 years of his life. I know they did to Ruben after uh, he endorsed Larry oh. Elder. They audited him oh, yeah. in California. So uh, I do not think Elon Musk has any idea uh, what he's in for because I don't think any of us has seen you know, the kind Full of enemy scope. class yeah. at this level of losing control. Yeah. Bill Twitter got a president elected. Yeah. Bill O'Reilly just said he doesn't, you know, he thinks that this uh, Department of Homeland Security, you know, truth board is uh, is nonsense. It'll be overturned by the courts and but it won't have any teeth. It won't do anything. I, I think he's wrong. I think they will use this until it's overturned in the courts. But they will just use this and go full steam ahead against their enemies. Well, I, 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 I'll kind of take a moderate between the two position, which is in the same way now that let's suppose I'm Twitter, I'm Facebook, or I'm some, or I'm you know some department store. I can say, well, according to the SPLC, or mm -hmm. according to this other organization, Correct. this person's white nationalist. So I'm not firing them because I have my finger on the scale my thumb on the scale, I'm firing them because this other objective organization is telling me this is a bad person. Now they're going to say, well, Department according of to, Security. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Daily Beast article, New York Times article, uh, John Smith, comma, 
who according to the Department of Homeland Security is a misinformation agent, comma, and then the rest of the article writes itself. So that's how they're going to weaponize this uh, rather than some kind of explicit over the head Orwellian censorship, in my opinion. So we have Elon Musk fighting back. Um, I think we have Ron DeSantis, uh, DeSantis fighting back. I think we're starting to see some people who are like, OK, enough is enough. Um, is this a trend? Are we I, I, are we starting let, to go the other way? Let's hope so, because one of the worst things about Trump is he broke the barricades. He knocked down the walls. He breached their fortresses, and then he just stood there making fun of them. Yeah, He didn't do anything to press the advantage. He didn't dissolve any department in Washington. He didn't cut the budget. He didn't you know, kind of end any careers other than maybe some Republicans. So he, Trump, and the fact that he's still going on places like Piers Morgan and NPR, and he genuinely thinks that he's going to be able to schmooze these people. And I don't blame him because his entire career in New York, you know, before they he loved got him. into politics, was schmoozing. Uh, yeah. He was a darling of the view. People forget this. Yeah. Uh, as a New Yorker, like, you know, he was this big media personality. And he still thinks, and I think any president thinks, that the power of their personality is enough to get people to like them. And he's really, really wrong. Yeah. Um, let me go to uh, the student loan uh, forgiveness. <laughs> the, the Biden administration yesterday said the president's not concerned about this with inflation or anything else. There were so many things wrong with this. Talk about the student loan forgiveness idea. Well, there is no group more privileged. I'm not being sarcastic or ironic than college graduates. It is the most correlated thing to not being homeless, not being unemployed, to being able to get a job. It's you have the most advantages on paper. It's more than being tall, being you know all these other uh, things that supposedly give you privilege. There's if there's any group that I'm worried about with their debt, it's like the destitute, right? Yeah. If you could wave a magic wand, what about people who are in credit card debt? If there was some way to help them with the huge interest rates, as opposed to college graduates who have that resume, which will get them ahead, it's it's such so clearly a buyout of the worst people which is you know young college graduates who are very very opinionated and very very unintelligent and un, uh, and, and unknowledgeable it's just an awful awful idea uh, this is a function of you know the government taking over in large part the college loan industry uh, and it, it's just and frankly what i think we should do is seize all the endowments of Ivy League universities and distribute that money as reparations and pay off the debt that way. I have to tell you, the, those endowments, they piss me off so much. You know, $50 billion in endowment. And, um, and what are they doing? They're not paying taxes. They are working against our system. They are churning out monsters. I mean, it is. Those endowments piss me off. Yeah, just to seize them, tax them. I'm sure Harvard and Yale have the best lawyers in America. They produce the best lawyers in America. They'll they'll have to be some workarounds, and this would really yeah, this that is from a, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is from an anarchist. You're saying you sincerely would, would support the American government seizing the uh, the endowment funds? Let's just say taking the endowments from Harvard is my compromise position. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, always good to talk to you. Have a great weekend, man. Take care, guys. You bet. Michael Malice. <laughs> oh. Perfection is almost, uh, almost always imitated, but rarely duplicated. That's, you know, that you're going to realize this when you have a chance to compare my pillow uh, products to your run of the mill sleep products. If you have trouble sleeping, you are going to love 
the MyPillow products. You really are. Um, try the Giza Dream Sheets. You're used to sheep the sleeping on whatever sheet. Uh, and you would think that something that is, you know, oh, it, this has a 500 million thread count. They're so soft. Oh, these Giza Dream Sheets made from the softest cotton. It's Giza cotton. Uh, and they come in as low as like 39 bucks. You can't beat the price and you can't beat the quality. You really can't. Try them. A, B. And if I'm not right, they have a 60-day money-back guarantee. So you just send them back and go, yeah, I don't like them. 60, 60% off now on the Giza Dream Sheets. Just use the promo code Beck at MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com or call 800-966-3117. 800-966-3117. MyPillow.com. Promo code Beck. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. So it is fascinating to me, um, Elon Musk. I mean, he's, he's a bright man. Uh, he must have thought all of this through. Um, but... You know, maybe Michael Malice is right. It, he just didn't. He doesn't understand how vicious this system is going to be. I mean, you are going to space. If you've pissed off China, Russia, Europe, Great Britain, America, Canada, I don't know if you're going into space unless yeah. they launch you. I mean, I think of just you brought up Russia. Yeah, like they the Ukrainians are giving Elon Musk credit for turning the tide of the war because of what he did with Starlink and give yeah. them access to the Internet, which able to, you know, made them able to communicate with yeah. each other and maybe change the course of the war. I mean, who knows what could happen to this guy? He's already, Glenn, not living in a home and sleeping at the factory half the time. This can't possibly end well. I just, <laughs> I like the guy and I'm rooting You're for him. You were saying like Howard Hughes. But, but like the, the Howard Hughes thing feels yeah. like the way this is. But this is weirder than Howard Hughes <laughs> because yeah. he won't end up in the top floor of a hotel with long fingernails. He, it's going to end up with him on Mars, right. living <laughs> on Mars. <laughs> Very possible. So, you But know. like, you know, that's a, the Howard Hughes thing is an interesting example because he felt like he could do anything, which is where Musk is. The government, he just, he went, ran afoul of the government and they came after him and they weren't able to necessarily was, completely destroy him. It, it was, just pushed him and pushed him and pushed him. It was his OCD that destroyed him. I'm convinced if he wouldn't have had OCD, he would have succeeded. But in the end, he just couldn't function anymore because he became so paranoid and so OCD that it, it he could not function like a rational human being. Well, I, for one, am shocked at uh, how transparent the left has been in, in their hatred of African-American immigrants fighting climate change. Uh, apparently, <laughs> they just despise African. He, he is an African-American African immigrant. Yeah. Yes. I mean, really, and I'll, I'll, think of this. What, the, what, are the, what does the left say is the most important thing? Climate change, mm. uh, immigration, uh, <laughs> You know, the the uh, the the hatred of African-Americans. Yes. Uh, and also uh, the war in Ukraine and helping Ukrainians. He is like the key figure in all, all of these of things. And they hate so his guts. True. They hate his guts. So true. And he even left 
Africa to become an Mm -hmm. African-American because of what was happening to the black Africans. Yeah, he said he didn't want to harass black people every day in the army, so he left. Uh, I I I get it. It's hard to imagine how they turned on this guy. Yeah. Who is like the ultimate example? Maybe this is the problem. He's the ultimate example of the American story, right? A a guy, an immigrant who comes here legally and winds up turning into the richest man in the world. That's not a story they want people to know, I guess. But man, it's a great story. It's a great American story. And now that you brought up Putin, you know, (laughs) he has a tendency. Let's just say it this way Elon, don't go up on any roofs and stay away from open windows. (laughs) 